How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlick Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about the four lessons that Maddie and I have learned during uh, our first week living in Costa Rica. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your cap copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now on Amazon as well. Now let's get on with the show, guys. So just to give you guys a little bit of context, for those of you who didn't know, Maddie and I just moved to Costa Rica from lovely San Diego uh, just about a week and a half, almost two weeks ago. Uh, we made that move. Now, if you're interested in why we moved to Costa Rica, uh, we did an episode on that a few weeks back. You can go ahead and check that out, why we're moving to Costa Rica. It includes uh, things. Obviously, there's some logical stuff around uh, you know, the, the cost of living and, and tax benefits and stuff like that. But there's also some a uh, little bit deeper stuff around uh, our intuition and spirituality and what it, what it really brought us to there. So uh, you'll definitely want to check that out. But long story short, uh, a week and a half ago, we moved to Costa Rica. Now, we gave up uh, pretty much absolutely everything in our life. Now, the interesting thing about moving to Costa Rica is when you move to Costa Rica, you really can't bring a lot with you from the States. So uh, you can, one of the options that you can do is you can ship uh, a lot of your stuff in a shipping container. They take it on a boat and they bring it down. But if they're putting it on a boat, you know, anything that you bring that can uh, can't get wet, gets ruined. So you either have to water seal absolutely everything uh, or you can ship it down through uh, some other means. But either way, Costa Rica has some pretty hefty import taxes uh, to make sure that they can maintain the, the state of their beautiful country. They don't want a bunch of people bringing a bunch of cars and automobiles and a bunch of shit in. So they, they tax things pretty heavily. For example, if you were to bring a car down, uh, you could end up paying uh, almost the exact same amount that you paid to buy the car in taxes. If you brought a $40,000 car down to Costa Rica, you might pay $35,000 in taxes just to bring it down. So uh, the, the other option is basically just get rid of all your shit. So that's the direction that Maddie and I decided to go. And uh, that alone was a, lef a lesson in uh, minimalism, right? So that's not necessarily a lesson that we learned uh, a lesson that we learned from living in Costa Rica, but we did learn the lesson of, of uh, having to detach from a lot of our personal stuff, letting go from a lot of our personal stuff uh, and, uh, you know, the attachments that we had there to really focus on, uh, you know, the, the deeper, more important things, our relationship, the energy, the, uh, the things that really mattered in life, uh, especially moving down. Now, not only would you have to give up all of our stuff, 
But we also had to say goodbye to our family. We had to say goodbye to our beautiful home that we had just put a ton of energy into to building out. And I would say goodbye to our friends. We had to say goodbye to our habits, our routines. You know, Maddie and I, uh, as, love, as much as we love to travel and we love to be, you know, digital nomads going to go into Greece, go into Australia, go into to Mexico, Canada, all over the place. Um, you know, we really love our stuff. We really love being at home and, and having a, 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 a center to, to kind of come back to and, and fall back into that, that comfortable space for us. And that's what allows us to be adventurers outside of that. And, and giving all of that up, it honestly, it was actually a lot. It was really difficult. It was a lot. Um, and then obviously moving to an entirely new country where, uh, you know, you don't even speak the language. I kind of speak Spanish. Maddie's learning it. You don't even speak the language. You don't really know anybody. You don't know what you're doing. You're just kind of throwing yourself in. Um, you know, and where we live, where we live in uh, Nosar is very different. You know, it's mostly dirt roads. Uh, the infrastructure is is pretty uh, interesting. The internet's you know pretty good, but uh, definitely very different from from what we were used to in sunny San Diego. Uh, and obviously, worst of all, you don't have Amazon Prime. It's crazy. Yeah. You don't realize how addicted you are to that shit until you move somewhere that doesn't have two day delivery for all your little things that you get. <laughs> um, but anyway, so there was a lot that we had to learn over the last couple of weeks around minimalism, letting go of attachment and things like that. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the four life lessons that we've learned in the last uh, week and a half to two weeks since actually being here. Now, since we've moved here, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is more is not always better. Uh, and I think this is something that, you know, like when you're in the States, uh, it, it's all about more. You want more money. You want a bigger house. You want a bigger car. You want, uh, you want, you want to get more things off of Amazon Prime, right? So, so, and you have so much more choice, right? If you go on, if you go into a store, if you go into Amazon, on Amazon, you have 15 different options, 15 different colors, 15 different options, 15 different types, 15 different brands of the same thing to buy. Uh, and it's about, you know, figuring out which one is best, right? And what I've realized since being down here is more is not always better. In fact, more, especially mentally, uh, honestly creates a lot of issues. It creates a lot of anxiety, creates a lot of, a lot of unnecessary stress around decision-making around stuff that just isn't important. Uh, since we've been moving down here, since we moved down here, we've been living a much simpler life, right? We have a small little organic grocery store. We've got a farmer's market that we farm from or that we shop from. Uh, we've got a little supermarket down in the town and we have a lot less choice. Uh, and because of that, I've noticed that I have a lot less anxiety around choice, right? We're kind of forced to be simpler, right? So um, you know, when it comes to picking the fruits and veggies and things that we want to want to eat every week, it's like, well, we have to go with what's there, right? And we don't have Amazon and all these different other choices to, to you know, pick and figure out to get shipped down to us. Now, there are ways for us to get Amazon shipped down to us, but it's still a lot more complex. Instead of taking two days, it might take three weeks and we've got to pay some taxes on it and that sort of stuff. Uh, so overall, we've been living a simpler life and spending a lot more time in nature and in sunshine and just having less things, less stuff I've noticed has really been helpful for my mental health to have less stuff. And I was already pretty minimal in San Diego, but we're going even more minimal while we're here, right? And I've just noticed because of that, I'm spending more time in nature. I'm going walks on walks every morning, hanging out with howler monkeys and iguanas and squirrels and parrots, um, getting some good sunshine in the middle of the day. And, and because of that, just feeling a, a lot more energized, a lot more present, 
uh, a lot more uh, uh, capable, honestly. And, and I'll talk about that as well. But really, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned so far is more is not always better. But when we're around that energy of everybody wanting to consume more and wanting to get more, we kind of just get in the habit of that. So that's lesson number one that we've learned. Lesson number two, uh, you can work hard and have fun at the same time. Uh, and now I already, I already knew this in San Diego, but it's just becoming a lot more apparent since we moved down to Costa Rica. I think a lot of people thought that when I was moving down to Costa Rica, they thought that I was like moving down to like get away and like not work and, and just, you know, kick back and sip my ties on the beach sort of thing. Um, but if you've ever been to Costa Rica, that's not the Costa Rica energy. You know, that's not, it's, it's not like the Cabo San Lucas or Cancun energy where everybody just goes away to escape and, and hang out and do nothing. Uh, that's not the energy that I've, I've gotten down here. Since I've been down here, I've been more driven than I was in the States, which is really interesting. I've been more driven than I was in the States, but also better at disconnecting when I need to. Right? And one of the things that you notice about the people here in Costa Rica, the, both the locals and the expats, because Nosara and Costa Rica in general are very expat friendly. There's a lot of people here from the States, from Canada, from Europe, all over the place that come down here. And what I've noticed is people who are down here all work hard. They work their asses off, but they do it in a very fun way. They're constantly laughing, constantly smiling, constantly having a good time. Maybe that's just because they're outside getting sun all day. Uh, even in the rainy season like it is right now, you still, I'm looking outside over the ocean and it's just a beautiful sunny day. It'll probably be pouring rain in a, uh, you know, about four or five hours here, but the morning is beautiful and sunny. I see, I literally see a squirrel and a monkey in our tree right outside. Um, so it's hard to be upset, even if I'm working with this kind of view, this kind of energy, this kind of nature around you. But that being mentioned, you know, I don't feel lazy. I don't feel like doing nothing. I feel like getting shit done, uh, which is pretty amazing when you can, you can have a, a desire to work hard towards a purposeful and fulfilling goal and also enjoy it at the same time. This is something that I work on with our clients all the time. Um, you know, I truly believe that that's one of, uh, life's true lessons is to learn how to work hard towards a purposeful, meaningful goal while being present and enjoying the process and having a lot of fun along the way. Cause it's not, it, it's not great just to achieve a goal if you're not having fun and it's not great just to have fun if you're not doing something purposeful and meaningful. You got to have both. It's the dichotomy of both. And I've noticed that here in Costa Rica, that's something that almost everybody does. And I think that's really important, which brings me to step or, or lesson number three, which is environments dictate your destiny. Environments dictate your destiny. This was a lesson uh, that I learned from one of my mentors, Craig Ballantyne, when I was first starting my coaching business. He said, Xander, your environment, he's, well, actually what he said, he said, Xander, you're smart, but you're not that smart. You're smart, but you're not that smart. The truth is, it doesn't matter how smart you are, your environments will dictate your destiny. But if you're smart enough, you'll dictate your environments. Now, I learned this a long time ago because of Craig, and I realized I've always taken ownership over my environments, the people I'm around, the places I put myself in, my physical environment, my network and my, my relational environment, my mental environment, the thoughts I think, the beliefs that I have, the, the, uh, the habits that I have, right? Your environments will dictate your destiny. But if you're, you're, you're smart enough, you will learn to dictate your environments. Now, even when I was back in a nine to five, I knew this and I was really careful about the people that I hung out with and I was really careful about, uh, you know, what I did. And when I was in a nine to five and I wanted to get out, when I wanted to become an entrepreneur, 
I started hanging out with other entrepreneurs because that was really interesting to me. So I hung out with other entrepreneurs and I, I uh, talked to, um, you know, I talked to other people that had launched businesses because I wanted to learn how they thought. I wanted to learn how they behaved. I wanted to learn how they acted. Uh, you know, Jim Rohn says, surround yourself with the five people that you want to be the average of. You know, Will Smith says, you hang out with five smokers, you'll become the sixth. You hang out with five people stuck in men fives, you'll, hang, you'll become the sixth. You hang out with five people who've, who've become entrepreneurs and built six-figure, multiple six-figure, seven-figure businesses and, and are changing the world. Well, you're, it's only a matter of time before you come, become the sixth. So even when I was in a nine to five, I focused on getting mentorship from other entrepreneurs and surrounding myself with other people that were creative thinkers and doing things differently. And then when I launched my business and I had a six figure coaching business, I wanted to be a seven figure earner. So what did I do? I snuck my way. didn't really sneak my way. I kind of coerced my way into a mastermind of a bunch of seven figure earners well before I was a seven figure earner. So I could hang out with them. I, you know, I would go to uh, I would go to these mastermind events and beautiful uh, houses on the bluff and Laguna Beach and 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 the St. Regis and Kauai. And I didn't belong there. And I barely was able to make, you know, get make, make the money to, to make ends meet. But, you know, being in those environments and surrounding myself with those people completely changed who I was, the way that I thought, how I behaved. And, and before you know it, you know, half a year, a year later, I was a seven figure earner. All right. Well, now that when I want to be more present and focused on me as a person and my personal growth and my spiritual growth, right? And like I talked about, I want to really focus on not just being driven in my business and my pursuit of my, my purpose and my goal, but also being in joy and in really enjoying the present moment and working on myself and my spirituality. Well, I knew that, you know, one of the best environments to do that was Costa Rica. So, you know, we picked up and moved to Costa Rica, right? You know, a lot of people, I hear people all the time, like, oh, Xander, like I hate the weather in Ohio. Well, move, move somewhere else sunny. Oh, I can't. My job is here. Well, quit and create, either find another job or, uh, you know, start to learn skills that you can actually go make money online. In the end, we can always find an excuse for why we don't have a good environment. Well, Xander, my, my, my friends don't believe in me. Well, stop fucking hanging out with them right? Go find some other people. The internet is a beautiful place where you can connect with entrepreneurs and different thinkers and, and stuff like that all over the world, right? And you can find people in your community as well if you want to be with them there live. And they, But we got to stop making excuses for why our environments cause us to not be successful. And we have to start to change them. Change the people you spend time with. Oh, Xander, I can't change my family. No, you can't, but you can hang out with them less if you need to. And you can choose not to listen to them and not listen to their, their feedback that they're giving you. If they're giving you negative feedback and they're telling you, oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. Just tell them, hey, I appreciate your thoughts. Stop telling me that. I just don't need it right now. It's hard enough to do this on my own. I don't need you trying to hold me down and prevent me from doing this to make it any harder. So please stop. If you love me at all, just stop. And tell them that. You have to be honest about those boundaries. But that's something that I've noticed is really important down here is your environments dictate your destiny and surrounding yourself with the people that I've been able to surround yourself myself with here in Costa Rica has been so powerful. There's so many expats, there's so many entrepreneurs, there's so many, uh, you know, world changers and servant leaders and, and forward thinkers here. It's been absolutely amazing. So that's number three is your environments dictate your destiny. And then the last thing, the last lesson, number four, uh, and this is where we get a little woo woo is energy is everything. Energy is everything. Right. So this is a lesson I learned from one of my good friends, Samantha Skelly. Uh, she talks about energy over strategy any day of the week, energy over strategy any day of the week. Now, the important thing to understand is strategy is important, right? Strategy is important to make anything happen, right? We've all heard the saying, 
Uh, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. You want to have a plan. You want to have a strategy. You want to have recipes to, to go build your business. You want to have mentors that help you with that sort of stuff. But we always have to remember that we are energetic beings. It's not about what you do, but how you do it. How come two people, how come two people can do the same thing, follow the same script, follow the same free work framework and get two different results? Well, if one person puts energy and care and, and, uh, uh, and drive and motivation and love and purpose into it, and one person puts hesitance and, and disbelief and, and a lack of care into it, they're going to get different results. Now, the, the people here put so much care and respect into everything they do from, from super high level, uh, you know, there's retreat centers down here like Blue Spirit and, and Bodhi Tree where people host these, these beautiful high level events and workshops all the way down to just cleaning the house or the farmers that grow your food. Everybody puts energy and care and respect into everything they do. And I've noticed that a lot of that care and energy that they do goes into making everything better, more powerful, and less transactional. And in the end, you feel it, right? In the end, it's all about how you feel, right? Now, we can achieve all these things. We can achieve these outcomes. We can achieve all this stuff. But if it doesn't make you feel great, that's what we're really looking for. You know, I learned this when I was at Cisco. When I was at Cisco, I had the money. I had the title. I had the, the clients at Disney. I had the, the BMW. I lived in Venice Beach. I had all the stuff, but I didn't feel successful. We got to remember that energy is everything, right? And in the end, that's one of the most important things. And if instead of chasing the outcomes, you chase the feeling, you chase the energy, and you put energy and care back into it, not only will you feel successful, feel happy, feel joy, but you also get the outcomes. You'll get the money. You'll get the car. You'll get all those other things. So these are just some of the quick lessons that I wanted to get out of my head and, and onto a recorder to share with you guys. Uh, just in the last week and a half or, or two weeks since we've been down here in Costa Rica, I'm sure I'm going to have a ton more uh, over the next few months as we're doing this. Uh, but I just wanted to share as we're going through this process, moving down to Costa Rica has been uh, honestly one of the tougher things that I've done in my life, getting rid of all of our stuff and saying goodbye to our friends, our family, our habits, our home, all of that sort of stuff and moving down here where we know nobody. Uh, but it's also so far, even though it's been really tough to settle in and get used to everything, it's also been very fulfilling and it's taught me a lot of lessons and it's got a lot of growth and I can see, uh, you know, the future here in the next six months, year, two years, how much it's going to affect me. And I'm really excited. So that's all we have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, the book available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton.